Hello, and welcome to the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement's podcast, Wonks at Work. I'm Craig Wilson, your host, a self-declared wonk, dad of two boys, native Arkansan, and I've been the health policy director at the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement for nearly a decade. On this show, we aim to demystify, boil down, and unwonk, if you will, complex topics so that you can understand how the healthcare system is working or not working for you. On our fifth episode and our first of the new year, we're going to talk to a leader at the state's only academic health center, the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, or UAMS, about how the institution is investing in the health and well-being of its employees and the surrounding communities. And this is a fitting continuation of a discussion in our previous episode about how our health and well-being are impacted by far more than the medical care we get. But first, a little context. Universities, hospitals, and other large nonprofit organizations are often called anchor institutions. And as anchors, they have the capacity to shape nearby neighborhoods, enhance the quality of life for residents, and drive regional economic performance as a result of their size and importance to the local economy. Now, anchor institutions have come together in Memphis, Philadelphia, and Detroit to simultaneously invest in employees and stimulate community development in areas needing revitalization. With the right support and partnership, anchor institutions can incubate new businesses, provide job training and childcare opportunities, and even invest in commercial ventures. But on their own, they can take steps to procure and hire locally and help their employees live locally through employer-sponsored home ownership programs. It was this last idea, Live Local, that stirred my interest in 2017 when the city of Little Rock participated in the Invest Health Initiative, which was aimed at transforming how leaders from mid-sized American cities work together to help low-income communities thrive. The project focused especially on community features that drive good health, such as access to safe and affordable housing, places to play and exercise, and quality jobs. Now, our team's strategy was to work with our anchor institutions to incentivize home ownership among their employees with the goal to stimulate community development and revitalize areas south of I-630 in Little Rock. What we discovered was that buy-in can happen pretty fast, but that actual policy change doesn't happen overnight. It happens incrementally through the dedication of advocates championing their causes. So now we get to hear from an advocate who actually made it happen. Dr. Stephanie Gardner is the Senior Vice Chancellor for Academic Affairs and Provost and the Chief Strategy Officer at UAMS, where she has also served as Interim Chancellor and longtime Dean of the College of Pharmacy. She obtained her Doctor of Pharmacy at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and her Doctor of Education at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. And... Am I correct that this will be your 30th year at UAMS? Is that right? That's right, Craig. 30 <laughs> years. Well, good to see you and welcome to the show. Um, now, before we get to the serious stuff, as I always do, what keeps you busy when you're not at work? Well, I have a lot of activities that I enjoy in my free time when I have free time. <laughs> I, I'm an avid reader love photography, and my husband and I have taken up biking recently, oh. so we're enjoying the trails in Little Rock particularly. 
I also have a pug named Stella. Oh gosh, who is a bundle of fun? And um, <laughs> how old and is she? She is almost two. Oh okay, a young <laughs> so one. Yeah, very energetic. There you go. And uh, when we can travel, we enjoy scuba diving. Oh good, good. Where was the last place you went before all of COVID nineteen? Do you remember? Our favorite place is Bonaire. So oh that's wow, a, that's an, uh, a frequent, a frequent place. <laughs> good. I know you also are involved in local advocacy work and and work with uh, marginalized communities so that's I do I do I'm a member of St. James United Methodist Church and our Sunday school class has been very involved with the Canvas Ministry mm-hmm. which is part of the United Methodist Church so very very passionate yeah. great great so I asked this of all our wonky guests what would you say is your theme song you know, I think my theme song changes over time, but today, given that we're in the middle of the winter, in the middle of a pandemic, I'm going to go with the Beatles song, Here Comes the Sun. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, I say, it's all right. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and, really, and really be hopeful. <laughs> yeah. I know mine's changing. I, I find myself listening to the, the big... Um, uh, rock sounds of Queen and and Billy Joel, the ones that fill the stadiums. Absolutely. I don't I don't know if it's something about the, you know, the desire to be in a in a big audience to, <laughs> Again, that we can't hopeful. do right <laughs> that we can't do right now. But all right, so tell me a little bit about your current role at UAMS and why you enjoy what you do there. I am the provost, um, which is the institution's chief academic officer. So uh, academics and research fall under um, my responsibility. I'm also the chief strategy officer. So, Which one, is a new role, right? It is a new yeah. role, uh, only about a year and a half, two years. And the very first job I was given in that, um, in that area was to put together our next 10-year strategic plan. So we completed Vision 2029 which at its culmination will be at UAMS's 150th year. Oh, so wow. we're very excited that. about uh, a very ambitious strategic plan. And and now my job, now that that plan has been published, is really to make sure that it's implemented and not just a plan make on the shelf. Make right? it happen. All right. Um, so UAMS now has this homeownership promotion program for its employees. Tell me a little bit about the basics and, and how it works. This is a new program. We launched it uh, mid-December, so it's only a month, six, four to six weeks old. It's a program where employees that work for us can access some financial education courses, housing or credit counseling, and homebuyer education, which is offered by our partners, lending institution, Southern Bank Corps Community Partners. We had a gift from an anonymous donor, and that made it possible mm-hmm. To not only waive much of the cost of the homebuyer education mm-hmm. for our employees, but it also made it so that employees that meet the income eligibility criteria and save up to $1,000, that can be matched by $2,000 toward the purchase of a home for use as their primary residence. If they purchase that home south of the 630 corridor, basically between University, Asher, and Chester. Yeah. So, Yeah, big perk of the program there. Absolutely. Hopefully get some folks rooted in, in some homes. So how did you work to develop the program? Because, you know, when when we were thinking about this three years ago, it would start and stop and start and stop. So how did you actually get there? I think the 
as you said, uh, this is this is not just started. It's been percolating for a long and a long time. And the work that you did to pull partners together was really what formed the infrastructure. But those partner or anchor institutions up and down the corridor have been really helping put the plan together for a while. So Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. UA Little Rock, Baptist Health, Blue Cross and Blue Shield, many different partners are Philander Smith now are, are part of this group that that have um, just been together and thinking through what the right process would be. But this has truly been a team effort. It's been supported by the city of Little Rock, the city's land bank commission, Karama Neal, who's just amazing, yeah, and Southern is. Bank Corps community partners. And then UAMS's Office of, of Human Resources has been critical as well. Yeah, I, you know, I've been really pleased, even beyond the homeownership program, about how the community health needs assessment that's required of nonprofit hospitals now, you know, it's been it's been in place for about seven or eight years now. So there was the three year kind of development of of an assessment, and then the the actual community benefits that go into into place. And I've been pleased to see um, hospitals really looking at the the just beyond the four corners of their institution and focusing on on their front door and their and their back their front porch and back door right absolutely uh, which has been wonderful to see and i think that's critical we have such you know great anchor institutions in little rock that there's a focus on those surrounding communities that they can really have a true impact on so so what has been the uptake this far i know it's in its infancy it but- is in its infancy but just in the first month um we've had 31 people complete the housing or credit counseling intake form. 23 people have already attended at least one session with a housing counselor, and two people have already purchased homes. They've wow. These were people that were already well on their right, way to right. home ownership, and they're not in that quadrant I, I mentioned in terms of the housing, but they attended home buyers, uh, the home ownership program. And so we're taking credit. That, that's absolutely. That's, that's an early success story. <laughs> we're, we're very optimistic based it's, on the early the early response, you know, and it couldn't have come at a, at a better time with with Market interest rates or right. where they are, and with people, a lot of people working from home, and they want to, you know, really set up shop and and make things comfortable for them. It's, Agreed. Agreed. So, why did this home ownership program ultimately become a priority for UAMS, and how does it fit into that broader vision for the institution? Well, it aligns well with Vision 2029, the strategic plan I mentioned, because we want to be an employer of choice. So we want to offer programs and resources that support our employees and their families. It also aligns with our vision to improve health in communities using strategies that address the social determinants of health. And housing security is one of those main social determinants of health. Yeah, yeah. So so what... Other programs are envisioned for that that area community. Um, yeah, we um, we have been successful recently in in working out a partnership with the city of Little Rock, where we have acquired UAMS has acquired the land just adjacent to the Hillary Rodham Clinton Children's Library, mm-hmm. where we will be building a child development center for employees and their families. And again. We're hoping that some of those seats can be reserved for people that live in the community, mm-hmm. either working at UAMS or perhaps not. We also are uh, exploring 
the feasibility of building a um, coffee shop and a uh, farmer's market area within the 12th Street Station, along with a meal preparation box program so that people in the community can pick up healthy healthy food yeah. uh, in, a, in a convenient way that's affordable, accessible, and, and hopefully can help move them towards um, some great recipes and, yeah. and nutritional ideas that maybe they, they haven't seen before. So, yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, with the coffee shop, I'm sure it's very responsive to a desire to have something like that in, in that community. And, and at the same time, you're not only giving them what they want, but what they what they need and in, in healthy ac- food access to healthy food. Right. Every every time we meet with community members, what we hear as in terms of what we want are we really want a coffee shop and we really want a grocery store. We just you know it's a food desert, mm-hmm. and so both of those are great needs. It's great. It's great. So, um, what about the other anchor, anchor institutions? Are you know are they how far along, if at all, are they toward homeownership programs and, and thinking along the same line? Well, there are a number of anchor institutions in the group I mentioned, but uh, certainly the University of Arkansas at Little Rock has been f- far ahead yeah. uh, in this initiative with their university district uh, housing program. And we're working collaboratively with them. We're hoping as they continue to build housing options that they become uh, attractive to many of our employees as well. Uh, Philander Smith has expressed uh-huh. uh, significant interest in this, and we're working with them. Our, we're planning next steps to help um, them replicate what we've done with our program for their faculty and staff. But I believe all the anchor institutions have great excitement and energy around housing access for people in yeah. their community, particular, particularly giving their employees the ability to live close to where they work. Right, right. And, it, I, you know, the economy of scale here, uh, when you get all of these anchor institutions together, can really revitalize a community if it if it works right, and Absolutely. that's that's very promising. So even aside from the home ownership program, which is an enormous accomplishment as far as I'm concerned. Uh, final question for you: What in your career uh, has been your most proud achievement? Well, uh, Craig, I'm an educator at heart, so I think. My most, the most that I will have accomplished probably at the end of my career are those times when I helped a student that was facing a crisis. And I've had students that have faced health crises, addiction crises, financial crises, Mm -hmm. academic crises. (laughs) And um, when I get letters from them five, 10, 15, or even 30 years later, (laughs) uh, that's what I feel the best about. That's great. That's great. Always a teacher at heart. Always. Thank you for listening to Wonks at Work. You can listen to our bi-weekly podcast on our website, achi.net. A special thanks to the Bobby L. Roberts Library of Arkansas History and Art, which is a part of the Central Arkansas Library System, for allowing us to use their studio to record our podcast. If you have any topics you would like us to consider putting on our list to cover in the next few months, please email us at achi at achi.net. Thanks for listening.